What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. Today, we're going to recap week eight, go over some um, huge news around the NFL, as well as go over what we think is uh, going on in the playoffs um, with the playoff picture as we hit the midway point through the season, as well as give our mid-season awards and our players of the week um, and our top five rankings as of week eight. Yeah, and we're not going into a lot of games this week because we got so much stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff we want to cover and uh, some inter- more interesting things, I think, that yeah. are there. So, uh, without further ado, we'll jump into it. First topic of news, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley both fired. Yeah. Um, I, it, it really does come to no surprise that both of them are fired. Um, it's a little bit more of a shock that Todd Haley is gone. But if you watch Hard Knocks, if you watched and listened to some of the things... Um, that were going on in the Browns organization. Todd Haley is a guy that's fiery. He rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And that was prevalent when he was with the Steelers. And obviously him and Hugh didn't get along. Um, and the owner liked Hugh. Glendor- uh, John Glenn Dorsey. John Dorsey didn't like Hugh. He didn't want him there. That's why he fired him midway through the season. And I don't know. If you just look at Hugh's record, I mean... <laughs> Kind of speaks for itself about how good of a coach he's been there. Um, I don't know. And I was listening to Sims and Lefko this morning, and a lot of the way he that now that I think about it, the way he approaches the media and his team is kind of a more like it's not me, it's more this guy's fault, or well, this guy did this, or well, we just have we're gonna be all right. We just it's a moral victory type of stuff. And that's not going to cut it in the NFL. All right. So, uh, and also like a big thing I picked up was uh, a new, I guess one of the NFL news outlets put up the uh, Baker Mayfield won't miss Hugh Jackson. And that, that comes to no surprise because uh, he treated him like a five-year-old. At the yeah. Time. And it, it's ridiculous. Uh, he was like, good job, buddy. You won the second string spot. Even though he's, I think he's a better quarterback than uh, Tyrod. I don't think Tyrod's a bad quarterback. I think Tyrod's Tyrod, a starter. Yeah, he's a start, He they should honestly trade him to Jacksonville. That's a whole, whole other topic for a whole other day. But uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield should be happy that he's out. Uh, the mm-hmm. whole organization should be happy that he's out. And I don't get to Todd Haley because Todd Haley's been the head coach. Uh, he wasn't the best head coach, but he wasn't terrible either. He was he was decent. He was middle of the road. Uh, but he has really a t- good offensive coordinator. But this is a talent, talented team. And then uh, you put Greg Williams, who, who actually had to leave the NFL for like three or four years because of the bounty gate <clears throat> as your head coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't get that at all. So uh, I would have rather have Todd Haley there. You know, Todd Haley's he's questionable sometimes with the way he presents himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I would rather have him there if you're going to fire the head coach. I don't, I don't get firing... Your head coach is an offensive guy, and then firing your offensive coordinator, and uh, leaving your rookie quarterback, literally like with nobody. Yeah, with with an assistant who probably wasn't even prepared to be like, like a head coach. Yeah, yeah, or, or OC this year. So it depends. Uh, or not depends. It uh, it, st- it kind of like uh, kind of sums up how. Uh, Cleveland, how the Cleveland Browns organization's been the last uh, 16 years. Yep. Um, they move off of people very quickly. Um, it's why they it's why they can't find a head coach that's good. Yeah. 
because the Browns organization, granted, Hugh Jackson, there were things I liked about him, but there were things I didn't like about him. He's going to go somewhere. He'll be, he'll be a quarterback coach. He'll be an OC somewhere, and he'll be great. Yeah. That's what he's been. Every time he's been that, he's been phenomenal. He might go back to Cincy. Might go back, yeah, he could go back to Cincy. could go back to Baltimore, yeah. um, where he had tremendous success with both of them, and both yeah. QBs, Andy Dalton and Joe Flacco, with him, um, had some of the best seasons of their careers with Hugh Jackson. I will say this, though. The person stepping into the OC was the quarterback's coach for Carson Palmer. During his run with uh, Arizona, that's good. Yeah, so that uh, so, so he's experienced with uh it's not bad. with a I want to say borderline Hall of Famer, but Hall of very good uh, quarterback and uh, Carson Palmer. So uh, yeah, that's going to help out. Uh, How about Baker? Yeah, yeah, helping out a lot because the team that. the team's ready to win. It really is. I know how young they are, but. They should be a playoff team. Like next year, they'll be a, a playoff contending team. This year, I still like. I thought they were still too young. We went over that at the beginning of the season. But they're but talented. Like, but yeah, and the, the thing is, they have one of the best pass rushers in the league, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Um, the kid is a freak, and he's yeah. going to be soon the best pass rusher, best defensive end at least in the league, um, yeah. within the next year or two. You've got one of the best young corners in the game, in Denzel Ward. Those two guys yeah. right there are foundational pieces you can build off of. Not to mention. Um, Oh my gosh! What is that linebacker? What is their linebacker's name? I know they got uh, Jimmy Joe Collins, Schubert, and is it Kirksey? Yeah, Christian Kirksey. Yeah. Okay, so they've got all those. That's not his name, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. so they got all those guys. Yeah, and really good linebackers. The Pats want Jimmy Collins back. So. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, they do. I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna trade him. Of but course yeah. they do. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like they have a such a good young core, and if you you yeah. could we could name off a lot of guys on the offensive side of the ball. I just don't understand. Why the Browns, like, just get a head coach and allow him, get a good one, and allow him some time to rebuild this organization. Because three or four years with the Browns is not going to change them. They need five, six, seven, I wouldn't even say seven years, but they need at least a good five-year plan to really start seeing some things in motion. And if you get a good head coach in there next year, like you said, they'll be a playoff contender for sure because they've got the talent. Um all right, let's um, let's move on to our next bit of news and a couple of our news things we're going to talk about um, within the games themselves. Yeah. So we'll save those for the games. But our next big topic is the trade deadline is today at four p.m. Yeah, um, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Lev Bell, Ha Ha Clinton Dix, Golden Tate, Eli Manning, OBJ, Janoris Jenkins, Demarius Thomas, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Tyrod uh, Taylor. Taylor. Those are some huge names on the board. Then there's obviously there's going to be a lot Leonard more names. Floyd. Did you say Leonard Floyd? Leonard Floyd's name is up there. Yeah, from, uh, from Chicago. I don't know if I would put uh, going Tate there because he's made known he does not want to be traded. Well, hey, but people, hey, if they give, he don't have him, control over that. If they give him, if they give them like a first, I think he's a first round talent. If you give he, did, I think if Golden Tate's could, a beast. If, if you want Golden Tate, you trade a first round, maybe a third round with that. Or That's who the Cowboys should have went after. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they uh, if Patriots get him, they're gonna have to give up a lot because they're gonna be a late round pick or late round or late first round pick, and uh, I don't think Detroit is looking to trade away their best wide receiver, even though they got an amazing wide receiving core. Mm-hmm. They're not looking to trade away their best wide receiver, so uh, that's that's gonna be an interesting topic because uh, the Pats want a really good wide receiver, like they want a, another another wide receiver to complement Edelman and uh. 
Gordon. Yeah, no. They've you've got... seen last night. They they like they stall out at points because mm-hmm. Gordon has been inconsistent at points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edelman's obviously still getting back in the groove a little bit, uh, and obviously uh, their O line's not the best. And Tom Brady was taking some hits in that game, so uh, they need some. Uh, so they want some. Uh, they want some wide receiving core, but I think they need to go after a lineman or something because they need that protection on. Uh, Tom. Yeah, I mean, Demarius Thomas is another yeah. one, and they could probably get him cheaper because mm-hmm. of his lack of production the past couple of years. Not his fault. Yeah. He's had not good quarterbacks. Yeah. But Demarius Thomas is a guy that could benefit from... Or, or Emmanuel Sanders. Man, well, they won't trade him. He's actually been doing pretty solid yeah, this no. season. Uh, but Demarius Thomas, you know, Cortland Sutton kind of came in to take that yeah. big... Um, big body receiver role away from him. He's played really good too. Yeah, Cortland's played great, and Demarius Thomas is a guy that I could see would benefit a lot from trading. Yeah, both sides. Um, like you said, if he go, if it, if it's him that goes to the Patriots, that's a guy that's played with uh, another all time great quarterback in Peyton Manning. So he knows yeah. how these guys work. He knows what these guys want, and he knows how to win a Super Bowl because he was on that team. Yeah. So that's a guy I could see the Patriots really targeting, and they. And they might have to, at most, give up a third-round pick, I would say. At most, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Jackson's another one, but, you know, we've seen... Uh, I, I think he's, that, been, he's been adamant. He's one of the... And, and, and he's like Golden Tate. Yeah. I don't want to be traded. Uh, no, so. he wants to be traded. Oh, he, he wants to be traded? He wants to be they, traded. My bad. They, they don't want to trade Yeah, it's the opposite of Golden Tate. And, uh, well, they, they, they're they're going to be asking for a first round. They don't want to trade him that bad. What do you think? Do you think he... Uh, do you think he wants to stay now that Fitz is back? Probably he likes Fitz. Uh, he I don't think he likes Jameis. Uh, the reason he went there is because uh, he thought him and Mike Evans would have like a dynamic duo. And they do. But Jameis <laughs> is Jameis. Obviously, you've seen has not produced at all. With uh, he has the uh, second most turnovers, in what was it forty nine games? He has ninety turnovers. The first being uh, Blake Bortles mm-hmm. in that span. So uh, yeah, Tampa's in the hot and some hot waters here. I would. Honestly, be looking to trade Jameis at this point, maybe for a first round pick for a team that's like. It won't be. It won't give a first round, but uh, that's a, that's I don't a think a team team will no, no team is going to trade for him unless they're super desperate. Um, if okay, if you had to give me two names, like off the top of your head, two names that you um, think will be traded that have a very high chance of being traded, like not uh, players that will be traded, not teams. Players. Yeah. Uh, what what two what two players do you think even maybe out of some some I named or maybe some that you've heard of? Uh I would say Demarius. Okay. Has a high chance because his age and his production. Mhm. Uh Thinking Love Bell. I think we're going to see a trade for Love Bell or Tyrod. Okay. Uh, because I think Jackson needs a quarterback. They're blaming their wide receivers for all this stuff. You know, the of course they're. Uh, even though, like, you've seen the drop by uh, DJ Chark in the end zone. Uh, there's been some drops here and there, but Blake Bortles, he can't, like, so the way he throws the ball, it's hard for a receiver to catch. Like, you've seen with uh, Peyton Manning's production his last year, it's hard to catch ducks. It really is. It yeah. re- like, you yeah, say, it oh, you're supposed to catch these balls. But when the ball's like spinning like all all sorts of ways, it's hard to track it. It's hard to catch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need a quarterback that can actually throw a tight spiral. Tyra can throw a tight spiral. Uh, he's just not accurate at points because uh, he just he just isn't. But at least he's more he's more mobile than Blake Bortles, and he's more safe with the ball than Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was getting sacked by two people and threw it into double coverage. So uh, 
at least they had that safe they they had that safety blanket if they would trade for Tyrod mm. right there. Yeah, I mean, if I had to give two names, Demarius Thomas is one that yeah. jumps off to me just because I think that's I think that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, I think he could be on the move. Packers have been have made him available. Um, I'd say Janoris. Janoris Jenkins yeah, is a high possibility because uh, yeah. the um, Dave Gettleman already said for the Giants, everybody's available for the right price. Yeah. Everybody. Probably, I would say outside of Saquon Barkley and probably Will Hernandez because he's a rookie offensive lineman, I would probably say everybody on that entire team is available for the right price. I'm saying if the Giants trade a player, get a mid-round pick. If you're getting, like, if you're getting uh, training Jones with Jenkins, get a mid-round pick and also get a lineman. Get a young lineman that you can develop. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, hopefully some news comes out today that we'll be able to talk about tomorrow before yeah. uh, our prediction show. But let's jump into some uh, a few games. We got five games we're gonna go over. Um, give a give a few thoughts on each game before we dive into this playoff picture, and give some uh, takes on that. So uh, we're gonna start with the Texans versus the Dolphins. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson exploded. He had an amazing game. Um, Dolphins are kind of looking like a middle of the pack team that they might have a chance of getting to the playoffs. But the Texans are on a roll. Five straight wins after starting 0-3. Um, their defense is playing very well. Um, they've got playmakers on both sides of the football. But Will Fuller, with a torn ACL out for the season, um, he can be inconsistent. But he's a guy that's a deep threat that can re- that really helps stretch that offense. And that could that yeah. could hurt him. Really good. Um, uh, and also, uh, going on the Dolphins' side, Devontae Parker, they're like uh, – what type of impact is he going to have, especially with the trade deadline being there? Oh, he's another guy. Uh, six receptions, too. 134 yards. He didn't get a touchdown, but he made some plays. He's pooped by, yeah, I got drafted first round. I've been banged up a little bit. He, well, he's had injuries, and he's had like yeah. not a lot of quarterback help. Like Tannehill's okay, but outside of him, when he gets hurt, nobody's good when he comes in. He's had Jay Cutler. Uh, pff, yeah, exactly. That's his best quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, but uh, obviously you're showing the flaws of Brock Osweiler here. He can't push the ball down the field. Uh, also, uh, just Miami's inconsistent. Yeah. Their defense plays good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Their uh, offense plays good sometimes. sometimes yep. uh, they're just an average team. It's literally what it is. Their stats show it. They're an average team. They're probably going 7-9, 8-8 eight eight because they're just average. Mm-hmm. That's really what it one, is. 1-1, one, lose 1-1, one, 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 lose 1. That's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Texans are a real contender. Really yes. Are. If their defense can step up like they did this week. J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney playing some of the best footballs of both yeah. of their careers. And uh, especially if Deshaun Watson can step it up, they don't need Will Fuller. Bruce Ellington, he's a good receiver. He's not great, but he's good. Uh, obviously, D-Hop, the, I think the second best receiver in the league at the moment. At the moment, yeah. Yeah, with the amazing catch that should have been. <laughs> it was should've, ridiculous. should have been a catch, but it got called <laughs> back. That was stupid. <laughs> uh, and they got some good tight ends with, uh, was it Jordan Atkins? And uh, who's the other one? They, they got another rookie on there. I have no idea. Oh, Ian Thomas. <laughs> they're, they're oh, good, yeah, yeah. Good He's young really tight good. ends. No, Ian Thomas plays for the uh, Panthers. They play for, I don't know. All right, so I'll look this up real quick. <laughs> Guess the way he looked, he played for them. But anyways, regardless, yeah, yeah the Texans. I mean, leading the division, um, I think by two games up on everybody. Yeah. Um, I think the Titans are three and four, and the Colts and Jags are both three and five. And uh, 
they're just on a roll, and I don't really see them losing this division. The Colts are a super young team who are starting to catch stride, but super young. Yeah. Um, so it's going to take them a year or two to really get that experience to know how to win tough division games. The Jaguars, I've, we've ta- as we've talked about, have been overrated. Um, yeah. Blake Bortles is not good, and it shows. That's why they're losing. And the Titans are just inconsistent. Um, and they have been on a three-game uh, slide um, before their bye week this past week. Yeah. So, yeah, the Texans, I think they'll secure this division. And like you said, I think they're like real contenders, a team that could really challenge some people once we get into playoff football. Yeah, and uh, look, maybe look for a Deshaun Jackson trade. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah uh, hmm. maybe look for that because uh, – That would be fun to watch. <laughs> they, they're, they're messing that deep threat and maybe – That's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, uh, Jordan Thomas, that's who they got. Okay, Jordan Thomas. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't Ian, it was Jordan Thomas. Both of them are rookies. Okay. Both the joints of rookies. And, uh, yeah, they're good tight ends. They're good young tight ends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, that was a, that was a fun game to watch. There were some crazy plays that happened. Yeah. And the Texans, they're just on a roll. So let's move on to the, our next game, which was the game in London, Eagles versus Jaguars. Um, Eagles, I mean, hey, Eagles are starting to catch some type of stride. Um, look, the Eagles are... They're in the playoff hunt, of course. They're four and four. Um, they haven't. They're they're actually two, three games out of sixth place. Yeah. Or three teams out of sixth. I'm not gonna say three games. They're three teams: Green Bay, Minnesota, and Seattle's in front of them. Mm-hmm. They have to pick it up. Um, and winning against the Jags in London, which is you know a hard thing to do. Um, not just beating the Jags, but going to London and winning and playing well after all that traveling. It's a hard thing to do, and it's a good victory for them to get, especially against a team like the Jags, whose team has been inconsistent um, and, and very overrated and not played well. And so to be able to pull out a victory and Carson Wentz play well, uh, it's a good sign for the Eagles. Uh, and we just got – they have to start playing more consistently because they've got some teams in the division that could – you know, really um, put them down. So, yeah, and uh, if you're yeah, if you're a Jags fan, you're hoping for a trade right here at the mm-hmm. deadline because Blake Boyles had cha- had a chance to win that game. I don't care who fumbled on what uh, stuff happens in the game. You had the chance to win the game at the end, and you you threw some and Blake Boyles threw some of the most horrific passes I've ever seen in my life in that final possession that they had. It was terrible. And the defense almost got him a chance to win. They almost caused the fumble. Mm-hmm. It was like half a second too. Like they punched it out as soon as, soon as his butt hit the ground. They punched it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the defense is still fighting. The offense just needs they need they need a boost. They need something. Uh, sometimes a n- new quarterback or new situation can get a morale boost up. Like maybe Cody Kessler comes in and everybody's morale just gets better. And even though Cody Kessler's not the best quarterback, he can play good. If the morale's up, because they got talent on the offense to play the, uh, that that can that can pick up uh, that can uh, score a lot of points. So mm-hmm. Corey Kessler's in that game. He can maybe boost up the morale, and then maybe some of the talent can lead them to a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, like they are tied in the same in their own division with the Colts. Yeah, and look, the Colts, like we said, are they're a young team. Mm-hmm. They're up and coming. They're starting to put some things together. They got a two game yeah. win streak going. They're going to the bye. They're feeling good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, after the bye, they play Jacksonville in Indy. So, so what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Is is Jacksonville gonna continue the slide of? Well, we're just gonna continue to put Blake uh, trust Blake Bortles and hope. Hopefully, our defense makes enough plays. Like, it's this isn't nineteen ninety four. Yeah. 
do you need a quarterback in this league to win Super Bowls? You can win games with a bad quarterback. It, we've seen it happen. Yeah. But you need a great quarterback or an above-average QB to make plays when it matters. Nick Foles. Above-average. Above-average. Yeah. Um, with a, Compared to the standards of a lot of guys. So... And they were able to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Jags need, like you said, they need help. Tyrod Taylor would be an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even, I would, honestly, I would call about Fitz Magic. I would call about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know they might not say no, but I would call about him. I would call about Teddy B too. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. There's so many people I'd be calling about. I'd call about Eli, um, just um, simply because the Tom Coughlin connection, the Doug Marone thing. I think it would work um, just for that team because yeah. they're heavy run. And drop back, do a couple play actions, some boots, get the ball out. I think it would work a lot for um, Eli. Heck, I would even talk about Colin Kaepernick going to that team. Because yeah. God knows he's way better than Blake Bortles. Yeah. Um, regardless of what you believe on his political side or whatever, that's not what we're talking about. Colin Kaepernick, as much as we don't think, both of us, we don't think he's a great QB. He's good enough. He's he, good he, enough. With a great coach, he's good enough. With it. Uh, yeah, you've, you've seen him with John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh... Put him in positions to make plays, and he made those plays. You know what this team reminds me of? Or his uh, arm, he he made those plays. We you know what this team reminds me of? It reminds me of those 49ers teams Kaepernick played with. Strong running back, yeah. as long as Leonard Fournette comes back good, which he should be soon. Mm-hmm. Um, very capable receivers, solid offensive line, and yeah. a freaky athletic playmaking defense that he had with the 49ers. Yeah. You get him with that... And just literally have him do the same things Blake Bortles does, yeah. he'll be able to do them better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all forgot in the grand scheme of things of what happened to Kaepernick. Like, yeah. before he had his little injury with his shoulder and then he went vegan and lost all that weight. Yeah. He was pretty solid. He had his issues. He wasn't great by any means. Yeah. But he's better than Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, the Jaguars have to do something. Because if they lose to the Colts, like, where, where do you go? Like, what are you doing? Like then you drop to three and six and you're probably out of the playoff race for sure. Yeah, it's I mean something's got to change for them. Yeah, it does. So uh, we can move on to the Bucks and the Bengals. Um, I know yeah, you've got uh, some uh, thoughts about that game. Yeah, uh, and Fitzmagic. Yeah, is named the quarterback as named the starting QB for Week Nine um, for the Buccaneers. Probably for the rest of the year too. Probably. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I know so you got thoughts. He came in the uh, fourth quarter, right? Yeah, fourth quarter of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and James, this is James Winston's total through three quarters, uh, 276 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions. Wow. Uh, yeah. And his, uh, quarterback rating was 31. Uh, all in, and then this happened in, this happened in the fourth quarter only. 194 yards, two touchdowns, uh, QBR of 95. (laughs) So, uh, Yeah. They they just have like a different mentality when he's he's in the game. They really do. Uh, whether it be uh, uh, a veteran uh, veteran presence there, they just play better. Uh, Jameis Winston's never been a leader. That was my problem when he came out of college. He's not a leader, uh, and you want your quarterback to be the leader of that team. And uh, you see, and the team's good enough to be a playoff team. We, we've seen it. Yeah. But they're not they're not that one in fifteen team that's. Three and thirteen team that everybody thought at the beginning of the year. I never thought that. I thought they were going to be around seven and nine, eight and eight. They're good enough to make the playoffs. I just didn't trust Jameis, and we're seeing Jameis's flaws here. He, he, uh, he, he just has to force passes. Mm-hmm. He does. 
you, you've seen it. He tries to, and then he just tries to force passes, and his deep ball has never been his best attribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Louisville game, his, uh, what, yeah, sophomore year, uh, after all the Heisman and national championship, threw like four interceptions in the first half, literally do the deep balls. He he just can't throw a deep ball. And uh, it's it's shown in the league because you have to throw a deep ball in the league. Ryan Fitzpatrick can throw a really good deep ball. No. Uh, yeah. I, I think his time is done in uh, Tampa Bay. I think it is too. Um, I don't know where he goes from here, but I think he's done. <laughs> Do the Jaguars call about him? I don't think so because then you just start getting the same issues and at least Blake Bortles has a strong enough personality. Yeah, um, there are strong team. enough leadership qualities to lead. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't have the talent, which is the opposite for Jameis. Has all the talent in the world, just lacks the mental capacity to lead a football team yeah. and be a grown man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think it's time when Tampa Bay's done. And the Bengals, I think they're a legit team. Yeah. Um, granted, I mean, yes, everybody gets attacked by the Fitz magic, and they were able to hold him off. Yeah. They were able to do it. And, um, put him down yeah. and said not today. <laughs> and they're five and three, and they're a good football team. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I, I almost I almost forgot Marvin Lewis was the coach. <laughs> no, yeah, but Marvin Lewis a big deal too. Yeah, no, Marvin Weird. Lewis is coaching pretty pretty good. Um, uh, this the this year was probably his last chance at being the coach for the Bengals, like yeah. legit being uh, the coach. For the Cincinnati Bengals, which is insane because we say that every yeah. year and he always comes the, back. Uh, well, but he's coaching good this year. Yeah, coaching uh, well. The uh, the thing is though, is what what's been his problem? He can't win big games. Uh, lost to the Panthers by ten. Lost to the Steelers. They had to come back in that game, mm-hmm. and uh, they got destroyed by the Chiefs. And all three of them are on the uh, never mind. Two of them are on the road, and one was at home. To, and all it, three teams are teams that could contend for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. so Maybe the Bengals get to the playoffs, but maybe they 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 just might not be the the Super Bowl team, and yeah. that like you said, that's been the story with Marvin Lewis. But if you can get to the playoffs, you got a chance. Yeah. And I think the Bengals they're in a super tough division with Pitt. Baltimore is struggling right now, but they've yeah. got a good enough team. And I'm I'll keep saying it. I know they had a bad game um, against uh, Carolina, yeah. but Baltimore's defense is a defense I think that has a Super Bowl quality defense to them. Um, they have that special type of defense. They were the, the number one defense. And and so it's going to be hard for Cincinnati to do this, but when you can win games like this, when things get ugly, and you allow a team to come back and you can still hold them off, mm-hmm. that's good. It just It's wins that maybe you should have lost or games that you didn't quite think you had. The games are the games you should win. <laughs> You've got to win those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bengals did a good job of holding it off. And you know we all know how Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Yeah. So. Uh, Lamar got some snaps in the uh, Baltimore game. Four yeah. Four or five. Uh, Heard. Yeah. Uh, Heard he missed a wide open uh, third down pass too. He did. That was only, uh, he only had one completion. Uh, <laughs> but looking at the stats here, Joe Flacco uh, did not have the best game in the world. No. Uh, and Panthers are good. And uh, the running wasn't good either. Eleven carries, forty nine yards. Yeah, it, the, if we're kind of looking at Baltimore here, what do they need? They need a really dominant uh, ground game that mm-hmm. complement Joe Flacco. When Joe Flacco was just passing the ball, we've seen the past couple of years when they had no run game. Mm-hmm. When Joe Flacco was just passing, the team, the team, the team loses, and we're, we're and we've seen it. Like I think most of the losses this year yeah. have been when the ground hasn't been running. So 
right, when the ground tag hasn't been going. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but we'll jump into our next game, the Packers versus the Rams. And I'll say this, I chose the Packers last week to beat the Rams. And I'm so pissed off that Ty Montgomery didn't take a knee and allowed the greatest quarterback in the game today to not drive down the field and win the game. Uh, I'm so upset. I'm just going to say, I don't think it would have mattered because because, uh, Aaron Donald was wrecking havoc in that second half. Oh, no, he was. Um, Uh, Aaron Donald... Yeah. I've said it. Best player in football, hands down. Don't don't try to say somebody's better. Best player in football, yeah. regardless of position. Better uh, than QBs as well. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he was uh, destroying that Packers line, and uh, Green Bay wasn't pushing the ball at all. They they weren't getting anything on uh, in the second half there, uh, and it was kind of showing a little bit mm-hmm. uh, that the Rams are the better team. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Definitely, the Rams uh, are the better team, and that's the thing. The Rams played bad, and they were still able to pull out a victory. And they played bad early, too. Yeah. Like, Jared Goff was off. Um, and guess who they relied on? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Dude is playing phenomenal this season. One of the best seasons I've seen from a running back or just a player in general. Mm-hmm. I'm in recent memory, just as, like, what not not just stat-wise, but just what he's been able to do for the team itself. Yeah. Um, and what he's meant to that team because of all the personalities they have on that team. All the questions people had coming in, like, oh, are they going to be too cocky and too arrogant and um, too many different crazy personalities? Is it going to be like the, the Dream Team Eagles that Vince Young quoted um, so infamously? Yeah. Was it going to be like that? And I think guys like Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald are the reason this team is 8-0. Of yeah. course, you got a great coach in Sean McVay. But when you got strong leadership um, qualities and yeah. strong leaders and guys like that, um, that it's gonna say, hey, look, I could have gotten a touchdown for the record, but we got, we're gonna win this game. We're not gonna let Green Bay have some crazy miracle, um, onside kicks or whatever. I'm yeah, gonna th- all they have to do is, uh, but they get a touchdown, they miss the, uh, they miss the uh, field goal, they save the miss the extra point. Green Bay's down by eight. Green Bay can come yeah. down and drive. And what did Todd Gurley do? Hey, look, all we have to do is take a knee. I'm gonna fall right here at the five yard line. Yeah, could have scored, but didn't. That's the type of guys you want on your team. And that's the type of teams and the leaders that win Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, and look, the Packers are in a good position uh, to maybe make some noise, you know, run the table, as he said a couple years ago when they went to the AFC ch- or the NFC Championship. Uh, but, they get some, but they get some hard games coming up. They do. Yes, they do. Um, Packers don't have an easy schedule by any means, especially in their own division. Yeah. Uh, their own division is going to be tough as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they face the the Packers. Uh, the Pack- they face the Patriots but, next in New England. Uh, then they go to. Uh, then they go back home against uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and they have two road games against uh, uh, Seattle, and the other one being uh, I'm losing it here the Vikings. So yeah, it'd be hard. Se- Seattle's playing really good. And yeah, then, I mean, and then they're probably gonna get a win against uh, Arizona, and then they are at home again versus uh, Atlanta. Then they go to Chicago. And then they're at New York versus the Jets. And then uh, they got a home game against the Lions, which the Lions always played them good for mm-hmm. some reason at, at, and Green Bay. So. It, uh, yeah, their schedule's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of the Cardinals, every single one of those teams on their schedule um, could beat them. Yeah. And it's very possible. Mm-hmm. And the Packers team is not great as a whole. Yeah. They've got some very good young talent coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, with Aaron Rodgers back there at QB, anything's possible when you have a great QB like that. Yeah. Um, 
he can make a lot. He can cover up for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're what three, three and one. Yeah, um, I think is what they are, mm-hmm. which is not good. And he's never uh, played good. Well, he's never played good in Seattle either. Kind of no, he he never has. Um, and Seattle's a good team. Uh, yeah. Like they're a team that could slow him down and beat him. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, top five QB. I'll say it every week. Um, and yeah. they got they got a W this past weekend. They're four and three. So yeah, they've got a tough yeah. schedule. Um, and this was a game I think they desperately needed to win. Yeah. Because now if they um, Bears are four and three. Yeah. Vikings lost, which we'll get to next. Yeah. They could have led be uh, they could be leading the division right now. After some shaky starts and some shaky games to start the season. They could have beat the best team mm-hmm. in football and been leading their division right now. But they're not. Yeah. Because stupid mistakes, selfish plays, yeah. lose you football games and don't win you championships. You see the difference in <clears throat> teams. Todd Gurley falling at the five yard line when he could have had an easy touchdown to goose his stats. Yeah. Versus Ty Montgomery trying to run the ball out, trying to make a play because he's not getting a lot of touches. Yeah. When all he had to do was take a knee and get a twenty five yard line and give one of the best quarterbacks in the game a chance to win. Yeah. You see the difference in teams that win Super Bowls and don't. Um so let's jump into the Saints and the Vikings. Yeah. Um What are your thoughts? Just uh stop I just want everybody to stop saying that uh, Kirk Cousins isn't worth that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is he worth the eighty-four million? He is. I'm sorry, <laughs> he is. He's an upgrade. Over, Huge upgrade. He's an upgrade over Sam Bradford and uh, Case Keenum. Teddy, we don't we don't know where he's at in his progress yet because he hasn't been on the field. Uh, so I I can't say about Teddy yet. Uh, but he's played great. He's played great through these uh for this through this first half of the season. He's played great. Yes, the uh, wins and losses don't show it. But he's played great. The defense is what sucked. The defense is what's been holding the yes, back. I know this lot. game. I know this game. He didn't. Uh, they didn't have the best offensive game. They only put up twenty. But the defense has been laying up points. Well, and the pick six yeah. that he had wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. And Adam Thielen, as great as he's been all season, played played like the best receiver in football. Had a fumble that was returned for a touchdown. Yeah, two touchdowns right there that weren't his fault. Um. Kirk Cousins is definitely worth the eighty-four million. Yeah, like you said, it's just a, it's just such a huge upgrade, and the way he's played this year, he's been great. If their defense had played any better, they might have a better record than the Rams. Yeah, or they yeah, might be tied. Yeah. Well, they but well, yeah, they might have had a better record. They could have beat the Rams. Yeah. They could be undefeated if their defense played better. Yeah. Because Kirk Cousins has played great. Stephon Diggs, um, Adam Thielen. Played outstanding, both yeah. of them. Played amazing. And Adam Thielen being so great overshadows Stephon Diggs a little bit. But he's been phenomenal. Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. Offensive line's playing good. Uh, Dalvin Cook. They, Kyle Rudolph. They get him back week 11. And they, uh, they're they missing him a little bit in the run game. Yeah. But uh, Kirk Crescent has stepped it up. He, he has. And like, you, don't, you can't expect a quarterback <laughs> to have a great game every game. He's had I, great games every game except for this game. And, and the Bills game. And we just we're forgetting this defense that was the best defense in football last year has played yeah. so awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. And the Saints, look, Saints finding ways to win. Saints are, in my opinion, one of the best teams in football. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. But they are, they're legit. They are legit. They find ways to win. They make plays happen. And even when, what, Drew Brees wasn't playing great, was he? No, but the... Next week's a great matchup. I'll say that. Yeah, it is. It yes, yeah. it is. Um, yeah. So it's like, and even when Drew Brees doesn't play great and the offense isn't clicking, mm-hmm. they're making plays to win games. Yeah. 
You've got a great coach in Sean Payton, one of the best QBs of all time in Drew Brees, and you've just got dangerous playmakers on both sides of the football. Yeah. And the Vikings are good. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are good. And the Vikings, I think, are a team that will get themselves back into the playoff race. Yeah. Um, or in the playoff picture, I should say. But, I mean, that was a good matchup. It was a good matchup for both teams. And the Vikings, yeah. I think, needed it more than the Saints. But when the Saints are playing like this, man. Five, five straight wins. Five straight wins. And they could they could be six and zero at the moment, but uh, Fitz Magic happened. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So wait, what is what is the Saints' record? Five and one. Five and one or six and one? Six and one. They are six and one. Six and one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, saw, I got, making I, sure I got I, that right. I was thinking five and one. So I don't know. But yeah, they're six and one. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we can jump to our playoff picture if you want to. Yeah, we can. All right. So uh, here is our playoff picture. In the AFC so far. Number one, Kansas City at 7-1. and one. Number two, New England at 6-2. and two. Number three uh, is Pittsburgh at 4-2-1. and one. Houston is f- number four at 5-3. and three. Chargers at 5 at 5-2. and two. And the Bengals are at 6 at 5-3. and three. And the teams in the hunt, I just did the, the top three teams um, outside of number six. Baltimore, Miami, and Tennessee are all in the hunt. I would say realistically in the AFC. Uh, so what are your thoughts in the AFC playoff picture, Wyatt? Uh, yeah, it's going to come down to the last day, and it might come down to the last day for other reasons. The Texans, they could they could have a disastrous uh, they could. last half of the season, and it could honestly be beneficial, beneficial to Jacksonville and uh, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. That could happen because they didn't like – Offense wasn't really clicking first half of the season. They lost some close. They lost a lot of close games, and they won a lot of close games lately too. Yeah, so, uh, against the Dolphins was really their first the, breakout game. It's the Oakland effect. What, how are you going? Are you going to lose those close games or are you going to win those close games this year? Mm-hmm. So uh, that could be uh, end up being Texas' downfall because they can't get a dominant win. But if they, they hurt them, yeah. yeah uh, last week was proof that they can win dominantly. That can they do it consistently? consistently yeah. Uh, the Chargers. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a yes. Spoiler alert: They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, unless they have a a weird uh, reversal <laughs> or, be, or opposite day thing where they they just fall apart at the end of the season rather than the first part of the season. Mm. Uh, so and then it's going to come down to Cincinnati and Baltimore uh, and Pitt. It depends on how good Pitt plays and uh, if they don't slack off because sometimes they slack off last half of the season. Mm-hmm. I'd love it because, like, oh, we kind of, like, we're gelling a little bit. Uh, we're getting some wins. We only have two losses halfway through the season, so we're going to slack off a little bit. And you don't want to do that in the division that uh, Cincinnati is one game behind you. And, honestly, a A-B touchdown from, uh, honestly, them leading the division at the moment, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Baltimore has beat them in Pitt. So, yeah, so Steelers could slack off and maybe Cincinnati or Cincinnati and Baltimore make the playoffs and Pitt slides back, but I don't think I think Pitt's going to uh, be able to continue their role because they've been on the roll lately. Okay, so who do you th- okay? So who do you think is going to have home field advantage? Like by like by the end, who do you think is going to be able to claim the number one seed? Because um, that's important in the AFC. It's very important. I would say even more so than the NFC. Looking at the schedule, uh, just looking at the schedule. Uh, yeah, uh, New England because uh, New England, New, New England okay. doesn't really face anybody. The hardest opponent is Green Bay, which isn't saying much because they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But uh, here's the uh, Chiefs' next couple of games. Uh, they get Cleveland at home. That's going to be a tough game because tough. Cleveland, Cleveland's got a good, talented team, young, mm-hmm. talented team. They're going to be Arizona. Then they uh, go uh, on the road versus uh, the Rams in, L- in L.A. That'll be fun. Then they're, they're <laughs> probably going to beat the Raiders. Uh, then they have Baltimore. They're hosting Baltimore and Kansas City. Then they're hosting uh, the Chargers in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then they have to go on the road to uh, Seattle. Okay. So yeah. The other yeah. So they got a hard um, schedule coming up. Uh, I agree with you. I think I think New England's gonna take home foot advantage. Not because they're a better team, but because they have an easier schedule this last half of the year. And what I think in the AFC, the playoff picture is gonna look like. I think by the end of the season, New England's gonna be number one. Mm-hmm. Kansas City will be number two. Yeah. I think Houston's gonna climb to the three spot. Pittsburgh's gonna fall down to four. Yeah. Chargers are gonna stay at the five, and I think Baltimore is gonna slide their way into six. Yeah. And when they slide that way into six with that defense and Joe Flacco in the playoffs, going to be dangerous. And if they win a game, if they beat Houston in that scenario, they have a shot at uh, New England in New England. Yep. And they play great. And they always do. So uh, yeah. I think that is a real possibility. Mm-hmm. What do you, I mean, how do you see it? How do I, see? I see it like you a little bit. Uh, okay. <clears throat> maybe uh, t- uh, Pitt being number three. Uh, maybe. Uh, the Chargers jumping up, say if they get like a late season win against uh, Kansas City, maybe they okay. go to that two spot. Oh, that'd be big, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I kind of see it like you a little bit, except for maybe Houston mm-hmm. not making the playoffs. I think uh, Jacksonville or Andy's gonna step up. I just I don't know if I trust them yet. Yeah. I want I want to see Houston. One, I want to see one more dominant win. Okay. Because if they keep having these close close wins and close offense, yes, it's good for morale because like yes, we keep doing these wins. Mm-hmm. But if they start losing these close games, they, it could it could uh, be their downfall. Okay. Because like the morale might uh, stop dropping. Okay. All right. All right. So who? Okay. Who do you think is going to represent the AFC the Super in the Super Bowl out of this? Based off of how you feel the the playoffs will go and things of that nature. I want to say Kansas City. Okay. Because I don't think they're going to get Love Bell back. I think they're going to trade him uh, today. Even if they don't, I don't think he's going to play. Uh, I think it's going to be their downfall because uh, I think they're going to go into in Kansas. Pittsburgh's? Yeah, in, in your hypothetical uh, playoff, I think Baltimore's going to beat them. I think Baltimore probably could beat uh, New England. New England, and I think Kansas City can beat New England in New England. So I think Kansas City's the Super Bowl team. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to say New England. Until they, until they fall off yeah. a cliff and prove somebody wrong and prove everybody that they're trash. I'm going to go New England yeah. um, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So we're going to go down the NFC um, playoff picture. The Rams are number one at 8-0. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is number two at 6-1. and one. Yeah. Washington is number three at 5-2. and two. Yeah. Um, Chicago is number four at 4-3. Four and three. Carolina is number five at 5-2. Five and, and Seattle, surprisingly, is number six at 4-3. and three. Um, and I say surprisingly with Seattle because I didn't think they were going to have that great of a season. I thought they were going to be a six and ten type of team. Um, they proved me wrong. And they okay, they could still go that, but the, at four and three, that's very unlikely. Um, they're more likely to go ten and six than six and three, uh, six and ten, with yeah. uh, with the pace that their season is going. And Russell Wilson's playing amazing. He's playing great, and nobody's paying attention yeah. because they don't have the big personalities on that team anymore yeah. um, to pay attention to. But he's playing amazing this year, like outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, had a great game against uh, Detroit last week. Yeah, uh, this past yeah yeah um, this past Sunday. So I mean, the Seahawks are for real. But I'm gonna ask you the same questions I did with the AFC. 
Um, who do you think is going to have home field advantage? <laughs> the, the Rams. Okay. I think, yeah. I think they're going to go undefeated. Okay. I think they. You are. think they're going to go undefeated? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I don't think there's any, anybody stopping them. When they have a terrible game like they did last week, they're still putting up twenty nine points. Oh man. Uh, yeah, and they get Greg Zerline back. They're gonna. Okay. All right. Uh, Look. The, uh, the most realistic game I see them losing is this New Orleans game. What about Kansas City? Well, it's in Los Angeles. They can still lose it though. I'm just saying. I, 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 I think the most realistic game they're going to lose is uh, New Orleans next week. Is it in New Orleans? I think so. Let me check real quick. But regardless, I mean, yeah, I think the Rams will keep home field advantage. I think they're just that good of a football team in all three phases. Yeah, it's in New Orleans. Um, so. so, yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a f- fun game to watch. Yeah. Um, a great uh, game. But, yeah, I think they're going to be able to keep yeah. it up. And the way I see the playoff picture going out or, you know, shuffling out is um, – and the teams in the hunt are Minnesota, Green Bay – and Philly. And Philly is one of those teams that has four losses. And uh, there's also another four teams that have, have four losses as well. But four the, losses, but they've got three wins. Yeah. Um, and that's just because of bye weeks and things like that. Yeah. So I didn't include them. Like I said, I was just doing the three yeah. after six. Um, but, yeah, some of those teams, you know, very well could. It's po- yeah. I mean, anything's possible. But the way I see the playoffs and the NFC shaking out, or I see – the Rams staying at one. I see the Saints staying at two. Mm-hmm. Um, man. And Washington's going to stay at... No, I'll say Washington's going to drop to four. I don't I don't think they're going to keep it up like, the way they're playing. Because of the way they're playing, they're going to look like they're going to go like ten and four. And then they're, they're going to be a playoff team at that point. So. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Like Actually, too. you know what? With the way the NFC East has been playing... I'm gonna stick with Washington at three. Alright. I can see them going eleven and five. Um and look, I don't know what's gonna happen in the NFC North. Chicago, Minnesota, and Green Bay, and even the Lions, they're all going to be fighting um to get in that that uh yeah. that division lead because That's outside of the division lead, nobody in that uh division may make the playoffs because of other teams. Yeah. Because the Carolina Panthers I think are gonna stay at five. They're in the same situation as the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, they've got this amazing team in front of them in the Saints, like the Chargers do with the Chiefs. And the uh, the Panthers could knock off the Saints and be in that two spot or the yeah. three spot. So it's possible, but I think the Carolina Panthers are going to make the playoffs. So really, who's going to win the NFC North, first off, and who's going to get in that sixth spot, Wyatt? That sixth spot? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Minnesota. Okay. You said, uh, so what, Chicago and Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be either one of those teams because uh, I don't know if I try Green Bay to get some of these crucial ones that they need to in these next uh, four games. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the stupid mistakes, too, as well. Like The other side of the ball hasn't been playing too well this year. Played good some at points, but they haven't been, overall they haven't played too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, of the, some of the skill players for Aaron Rodgers just hasn't played well either. Yeah. Uh, he, he has Devontae Parker and Jamar, uh, uh, Devontae Parker. <laughs> Devontae Adams and Geronimo Allison. Yeah. And uh, then they get Jimmy Graham, who hasn't really produced as, as much this year. Not as much as I thought he was going yeah. to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just don't see them winning a lot of those crucial games in these next four that they need to. Uh, I can see Seattle staying there. I really can. I can see him staying there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think Chicago's going to be able to pull it out. Um, 
that's a that's a huge if that's a big prediction for me because I'm not sold on them as a team yet. Uh, there's team there's games I thought they should have won and they lost. Yeah. And so I'm not sold on it. I'm not 100% like, oh, they're going to win. But right now, the way I see it, I think they're going to win. Uh, they, um, yeah. They could be 7-0, and too, like that, too. Like, oh, yeah. They're got... tackling Miami game, two special team sessions against New England, and an incredible comeback by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They're 7-0. So, yeah, I mean, Bears are a good football team. Mm-hmm. And when Kalumak gets healthy and comes back, and he doesn't even have to play next week because they play the Bills. Yeah. Um, when he comes back and he gets some rest. Bears will still be that dangerous team, and Trubisky's yeah. been playing amazing as of late. Like he's been playing great. The he guy needs, we've been saying he's gonna be. He needs to work on his footwork while he's under pressure. That's probably his biggest uh, flaw in his game. Like but he's foot- been making plays. Yeah. I um, mean, the Bears as the team can make plays, and Nagy's a good play caller. Mm-hmm. He makes some questionable stuff here and there, but I think for the most part, the Bears will be able to mm-hmm. win the division. Yeah. And look, like I, I agree with you. I had the Packers going to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. And Philly. I think it's. I think Seattle will end up getting knocked out, but I think it's going to come down to Philly and Minnesota. Who's going to have? Who's going to be able to play um, clutch down the stretch? And I'm going to go with Minnesota. Mm. I'm going to go with them. I'm yeah. just going to do it. They beat them too, didn't they? Um, they have a tiebreaker. They beat them, right? I'm, lo- they, I'm losing it this week. Did they beat them? Uh, yeah, but, they beat them. Yeah, they beat them 23 to 21. Yeah, Philly, oh yeah, yeah. And Philly. So, so yeah. I, I'm going to go with Minnesota, um, even if it has to come down to a tiebreaker. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Chicago and Minnesota are going to take up that four and six Maybe spot. Maybe look for Tampa as well. If Fitzpatrick uh, Fitz Magic goes off, yeah. oh, we never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what, do you? are we both in agreement? The Rams yeah. right now are the Super Bowl favorites out of the yeah. NFC. Okay. So, right now we're looking at a Rams and Chiefs Super Bowl, both of us. Uh, or, my bad, you have the Chiefs, I have the uh, Patriots. Yeah. But... Uh, Rams won both games by four. Yeah, I think the Rams will win both. Yeah. I th- really do. No. So, uh, but yeah, that's our playoff um, going into the playoff picture mid-season, mm-hmm. um, and we'll go all, we'll go through the playoff picture um, three fourths of the way after week twelve because mm-hmm. then we'll really know what's going to be happening and the nitty gritty yeah. of who's really in the hunt. Yeah. Um, with the four games left in the season, so let's jump into our mid-season awards. Um, before we finish up with our top five of the week yeah. and our players of the week. Uh, I'll run down my list, I guess, real quick. Um, or do you want to go? Yeah, we just run down the list, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll start with Defensive Rookie of the Year, Darius Leonard. That's I think I it's to. no question. Okay. That's, I have him too. 88 tackles, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, four sacks, seven tackles for loss, five yeah. quarterback hits. Um, he's, he's played incredible. He is the reason the Colts have a chance this year. Yeah. Obviously, Angelic has come back and played yeah. outstanding football. Marlon Mack's playing great the last two games. But he is the reason that defense yeah. is actually good. Because if he wasn't there, the Colts would be um, 0-8. Yeah. And I guarantee you he'd be 0-8. I mm-hmm. promise that. And not because of Andrew Luck, because the defense would be that yeah. bad. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I have him too. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he has a... Uh, 519 yards rushing with five touchdowns, 58 receptions, 497 yards uh, receiving, and two touchdowns. So, yeah, seven total touchdowns. Could be on the um, brink of a 1,000, 1,000-yard season. Look, me and you both had our questions about Saquon coming in. Yeah. Uh, I didn't doubt – We neither of us doubted mm-hmm. that he was a big play guy. Yeah. We both said he's a guy that will get you big plays. Yeah. But we were saying, can he consistently get you those tough yards when you need them? 
and the last few weeks, he has really proven I'm not just a big play threat. I can do the dirty work. I can get these tough yards when you need me to. Mm -hmm. Granted, it sucks that he's on a terrible team, um, a team that's just not going anywhere right now. Mm -hmm. But he is playing outstanding football, yeah. receiving. Um, he's he's a better version of Alvin Kamara, yeah. in my opinion. I'm and, sorry, uh, but he is. I just want Calvin Ridley to get healthy because it's going to come down to those two once Calvin Ridley gets healthy. But I think right now Saquon's starting to pull away. Yeah. Um, we both had I think we both had Calvin at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But now Saquon, just the way he's playing and some of the plays he's making are yeah. just they're Adrian Peterson esque. Yeah. Um, just not human, and he's a guy that. He could be in the Todd uh, Gurley boat yeah. here in the next couple years. Mm -hmm. Coach of the year, who do you have? Uh, Sean McVay. Okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> same uh, person there again. <laughs> uh, my yeah, Mike Vrabel. They you see where they he had a great first half, our first quarter of the season, then they kind of dropped off mm -hmm. because the team's just not good. The quarterback situation shoddy okay. too. Yeah, uh, and Rams are the best team in football. Yeah, we both had. Uh, yeah. Um, and I had Sean McVay at the beginning of the season, but yeah. you had Mike Vrabel, which is a good one. Yeah. At that point. Um, yeah, eight no coaching well. Um, just great season so far. So who do you have at defensive player of the year? Uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I got the same guy. We're just going down the same list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you want me to go over? Yeah, you can go over. Uh, yeah. So he leads the league in sacks with ten sacks. Has twelve tackles for loss. Seventeen quarterback hits. I don't know if that's combined with the sacks or sacks. Is it? I don't so, think yeah, it, is. it is. It is. It does. Alright, uh, so how many do you have? Seven quarterback hits? No. Oh, yeah, 17 total. 17 total. Yeah. The sacks count as hits. Yeah, and then uh, 29 uh, total tackles and 19 solo tackles, which yeah, is huge. One for forced it. fumble and a fumble recovery. Yeah. Um, 10 sacks. I don't think people understand how hard it is for a D tackle. For a D tackle to get like five sacks in a season, let alone 10 through eight games. Best player in football. I'm sorry. There's no question. He should be MVP, but he's not because he's not a quarterback. He, yes, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not even sorry about it. Yeah, he should be MVP. You're right. He should yeah. be MVP. Yeah. And we should start a campaign to get Aaron Donald to be MVP. Yeah. Um, a Kickstarter. Huh? We should do a Kickstarter. Kick, yeah, let's get a Kickstarter and get us some money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, the dude is – I mean, he's just so freaking amazing. Yeah, no. Explosive, strong, fast, quick. Amazing technique. Here's the reason they were able to oh get a final gosh, drive. On, here's the reason they were able to get a final drive on Green Bay. He had like he had two huge sacks in that game, mm -hmm. two separate drives. Uh, and yeah, and his sacks are not just like oh well, he's got four in the first half and then doesn't get the rest. Yeah, it's like he's not Ezekiel Ansah getting four sacks in one game and he ends up with like nine sacks on the season. Yeah, like no, his sacks matter mm -hmm. and you feel his presence yeah. other than just sacks, pressures, hits, tackles for loss. Yeah. Um, I just I can't say enough great things about Aaron Donald. Yeah. So who do you have as offensive player of the year? Todd Gurley. Okay. All right. Who do you have? Patrick Mahomes. Does he have Todd Gurley as MVP? I don't know. Maybe. All right. So, so, okay. Uh, uh, so I think we got reversed there, but uh, yeah, he Todd Gurley leads the league in uh, rushes, uh, but he also leads the league with 800 yards. Also leads the league with uh, 11 touchdowns, and also leads the league with a average 100 yards per game. Wow. Uh, also, uh, he has 31 receptions, 361 yards, and four touchdowns at receiving. So, yeah, he's the offensive player of the year. Okay. Uh, so, uh, since you have Pat Mahomes, the offensive corner, or offensive coordinator, offensive player of the year, he's he's my MVP. Uh, but yeah, so I've yeah. But Pat Mahomes, 65.6% completion percentage, 2,526 yards, 26 touchdowns to only six interceptions. Yeah. 
85.3 QBR and 115 um, passer rating. Yeah. I'll get to why I chose Todd Gurley in just a second, but he's playing phenomenal. And he could be MVP just like that, yeah. and I would have no question. I have not had no problems with him being MVP. Yeah, uh, that's why I have uh, – I had him at MVP because he's a quarterback. Uh, it's because I think they vote for quarterbacks. I think Todd, I think Aaron Donald's the MVP of the season. But, uh, yeah, because Pat Mahomes is the quarterback. That's why I put him there. Well, I chose I chose Todd Gurley simply because it's quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah, running backs are very rare, but we've seen Adrian Peterson do it at, in 2012. But yeah. yeah, it's usually a quarterback heavy award. But I think Todd Gurley's playing so good this year. Um, it's so amazing, and he is the reason I think this team, along with Aaron Donald, they should be co MVPs in my opinion. Yeah, along with Aaron Donald, that this team is eight and zero. The leadership qualities, the we over me attitude. I'm here for my teammates. I don't care about my stats. Type of uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so special, and I just really hope he gets a push for MVP. Yeah. Because I think if he wasn't on that team, they wouldn't be 8-0. Yeah. Um, they'd be good because of Aaron Donald, but you don't have a running back like Todd Gurley. Yeah. They're not 8-0. I'm sorry. With mm-hmm. that type of uh, – the type of person he is and leader he is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. You know, the players of the week? So, yeah, we can go to – those are our midseason awards. Um, and so now we'll jump into our week eight players of the week real quick. I've got Deshaun Watson, Offensive Player of the Week, 16 of 20, 239 yards, 11.9 um, yards per pass or per completion, mm-hmm. um, five touchdowns, a 98.9 QBR, and 156 passer rating. Phenomenal week. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the best offensive display I saw all week. Um, it was just fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I got AP. Okay. I, uh, my Offensive Player of the Week, 26 carries, 146 yards, uh, 5.7 yards <laughs> per carry. And a touchdown, and he sealed the deal with that sixty-four yard run. So okay. uh, he yeah, still, he, he still has it. Yeah, I won't argue. I won't, yeah. He played great, and the Redskins are playing great because he's a reason. Um, yeah, so who you got defense player of the week? Aaron Donald. Okay. Because of his presence in the game, he's the reason they won that game. Because his two huge sacks in that game, um, two separate drives, really, really is the reason they won the game. Because they were able to get a drive going after that second one, and. Uh, yeah, the, the, he's the reason they won that game because his okay. presence was. What the what were the stats? Uh, three tackles, two sacks, and two two quarterback hits. Okay. They had the most flashy game, but his presence really really helped them win the game. Okay. I'm gonna go with a guy on the other team in that game, Jerry Alexander. Seven solo tackles, which was the, all the tackles he made were were solo. So he had seven tackles total, five pass deflections, yeah. and his impact on the game throughout was tremendous um he was a reason that he was a huge reason the packers were in that football game um competing against the best team in football mm-hmm. he is a young star in the making yeah. from the ville from louisville played here in louisville um and he's a fun player to watch me and you loved him coming out of the draft and he's a guy that i he's can a great see returner too Pretty much return he's a great returner he's a guy that is special yeah. special um, so, yeah, he's my defensive player of the week. Top five teams. I'll run down mine real quick. Carolina at five. Um, solid team. Yeah. Number four, New England. Tom yeah. Brady Belichick. Three, Kansas City. Explosive offense. Two, New Orleans. And then one, the Rams. All right, so my top five is Carolina, the Chargers. At five? No, no Carolina at five, yeah. Chargers at four. Okay. Kansas City at three. New Orleans at two. And the Rams at one. Ooh. All right, all right. No New England because I don't trust that whole team in general. All right, I'm excited to get yeah. into these predictions tomorrow to talk about yeah. that huge matchup between the Rams and the uh, yeah. Saints. But thank you all for watch or for listening, 
into this episode. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure Wyatt did. Yeah. Just going over a lot of different stuff this week. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great one. And until tomorrow, peace. See ya.